0: This week on The Roommate Podcast. Ultimately, I want people to have hope, bro. Mm. It's, it's, it's hard, a lot to have hope. Like, especially in, in the world we live in, in now, it's chaos everywhere. Mm-hmm. But if we, if we focus on, you know what I'm saying, our surroundings, the people we know, our family, our friends, our associates, If we can just focus on them, it'll have an effect. It'll have a ripple effect. But if we do what we got to do in our everyday life towards people and have hope and try to change this, change that in the midst Mm -hmm. of what's going on and just take it one day at a time, I really feel like hope is not too Mm far-fetched. I really feel like it's there.
1: what's good everybody this week's podcast is brought to you guys by our sponsors over at Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. So whether you're returning to a lifelong passion, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes just for you and we've been telling you guys so much this year make sure you hop on skillshare so many dope amazing classes you guys will love it so be sure to join the millions of people on skillshare today with a special offer for the roommate community you guys get two free months of skillshare premium use the offer code roommates at checkout go to skillshare.com slash roommates two free months of skillshare premium check it out trust me guys you won't be disappointed with all the things that you'll be able to learn Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Afiz from the Roommates Podcast, and I am back in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but a couple of years ago, I actually lived in Dallas, Texas for about two years. That's when I was coaching and teaching. So, Dallas always has a very special place in my heart. And while I'm in Dallas, I decided, you know what? I need to get somebody on the show who the people have never met. Somebody who's an A1, day one best friend of mine, somebody whose story and message is really impactful, and his new music project that he's dropping is probably some of the best work I've seen of him, and also some of the best work I think you guys are going to hear this year. Guys, please, welcome to the show, the one and only Princeton
0: Marcellus. What's going on, bro? What's good? What
1: up, What's man? What's good, man? You all right? Finally sitting on the couch. Bless. Finally doing this?
0: Yeah, finally, man. <laughs> I remember you first got this joint started, dog. Yeah. I was like, I was I was happy for you. hmm You know what I mean? Anybody that's going out, like, bring the mic a little goals, bit closer, bro. For the goals and for the dreams. Yeah, a bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anybody going out for that, like, takes a lot. I know, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy for you, man. Yeah, like where you it. at now. Yeah. And where I know even where you yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Just like whatever you touch, you've already shown yourself. You keep Bless going. It, bro. You Bless know it, what I mean? Bless yeah, it. yeah, yeah.
1: So for the people who don't know who you are, Princeton, go ahead and give them a quick little background on you and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Princeton, Marcellus, uh, Dallas, Texas, born and raised. Uh, uh, grew up in, in Dallas, but went to school like in Carrollton, From elementary to high school. Graduated from Newman Smith High School. Uh, Went to UNT, University of North Texas. Um, You know, got my degree, majored in business, communication, sociology. Met a lot of people there. And, you know, that's really when I would say I began taking music, like, seriously. Mm -hmm. I've been rapping since I was five years old, to be honest with you. Like, I just randomly picked it up. No one had to tell me that like, hey, maybe you should try this, maybe you should try that. Nah, like my mom, my dad, especially my dad, like always playing music throughout the house. Um, You know what I mean? Grew up listening to Pac. Grew up listening to Jay-Z. Grew up listening to Eminem and Prince, Michael Jackson and, you know, all these legends. So it was kind of just like in me. Mm. And uh, I remember one day, bro, like, my dad, and my mom, they got my brother. I have an older brother named Prince as well. Uh, and so I, they got, they they bought him a a, a piano mm. for Christmas. And I don't know what it was, but about the piano, but he never, like, he he was on it, but he wasn't on it, mm-hmm. like, for real, for real. And I remember I just kind of took the initiative one day. We had a little karaoke machine where you could. That was. That was when like we still had tapes. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So you put.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you put the tape in there. Yeah. Hit record, and uh, I remember recording to, literally the first, thing I recorded to was Beethoven's like Fifth Symphony. Oh. It was like a preset on the piano. Oh really? And that was like there was no there was no like hip hop. Yeah, yeah, joints yeah, on there yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and I was five years old so yeah. you can't really Yeah, so I just hit something <laughs> I, I just started going you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. so but then like at UNT that's when I was like you know what I'm not making it to the NBA because <laughs> <laughs> I tried out two years in a row trying to make it to to, to the team at least the UNT team um uh, and, uh, and I always made it to the last round, but mm. they always ended up taking post players, bro. Mm. And I'm glad I didn't make it because those post players never even played. Mm. And I'm not a man that feels like I'm wasting my time. So yeah. once I once I saw, you know, what I'm saying that dream was totally cut. Mm-hmm. That's when the music full speed ahead, bro. Mm. So you know, and, and I'm also I'm just a man. I love art. I'm also an actor, so the past like two and a half years, I started pursuing that more wholeheartedly. You never know when you're going to die. So I was like, man, let me just go ahead and do this. I don't want to be a man with a coffin full of regrets. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So let me just go ahead, get an Asian and put my pedal to the metal. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the
1: the first thing is that, one... I don't really bring a lot of musicians on the show.
0: I noticed that. Yeah. I, I do that intentionally,
1: that. Yeah. but I'm actually thinking about kind of moving in a different direction from that.
0: Gotcha.
1: Um, one of the reasons why I don't usually bring a lot of musicians or rappers is because I don't want the audience, especially the young black men audience, to feel like the only successful people are musicians. Hey, so Amen, bro. If yeah. I if I was just going to be like Rap Radar and Joe Budden and all these other people... You know, I feel like it creates a culture where the only people that are really popping in, the especially in the black community, are musicians. Right. And I don't want to excuse me. I don't want to continue that culture because one, as you know, how hard it is to do music, barely anybody makes it through mm. music. Mm. And not just that, then it's people don't pursue other avenues that can also lead them to success. So I don't want to limit people there. Real. But the reason why. Obviously, your family, so come on the show is going to be a natural. Yeah. But the reason why I wanted you on this show and the reason why I really hope the roommate community comes around you, buys the music, music supports, is because you're so much more than an artist. Yeah. And your message, your story, your life experiences is really that of a man of virtue.
0: Yeah, it's bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. but
1: also a man... Of perseverance through difficulty. Yeah. You know, a man of faith, you know, but also a man of honesty. Yeah. And what I've always said is that, like, when it comes to manhood, a lot of times people want this perfect perception of what a man is. Hmm. And they want this idea of a man who has everything all together. And that's to be the golden standard. Right. But to me, one, the other guys know that's fake. Right. You know, right. And especially younger kids with a false expectation of manhood. Right. And what I love is the honesty of the man who's trying to walk with the Lord, trying to be faithful, but it's honest about, yo, I'm not perfect. I'm honest about, yo, I got blemishes. And that's what I feel like your art conveys. Yeah. And I love that part about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I call it like radical realism. Is this idea where it's like, yo, know, let's take a let's 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 take a picture and the first snapshot, let's put it out there. That's mm. how real we're gonna do. No edits, no blemishes, Facts. not take a, a thousand and pick the best one. Let's do a picture. Whatever comes out, Facts. let's put it out
0: there because this is real. Facts. Because like what I my most recent years, like I'm talking like five, six years, mm-hmm. the pain that I've been through has caused me to grow yeah. into what you're talking about. It didn't always used to be that way. It used to be like I am a believer. Like yeah. I do love God. I do, you know, I'm saying. To the mic, bro. I do love Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so it was. It was always more so like um, I'm trying to just convey that. Mm. Period. Yeah. But now it's more so like, man. However, I feel in the moment, like it's validated because that's really how I feel. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times now, it's like whether it's right or it's wrong. Like necessarily, that's the reality though mm. of life. Yeah, so true. now I'm like, I, I, I see myself like like a real like painter. Mm. Like I'm trying to paint a picture of how I feel or how how I see this situation happening. In front of me in real life, you know what i mean how 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 this happened you know to to this guy that I know, how this happened to this girl that I know, and I'm drawing it all in, mm-hmm. and I'm bringing that emotion to it yeah. I feel like um I've grown so much just as an emo- emotional artist in a way that people can relate mm. and that and that's where I'm at, and that's that's the honesty of it. If I feel this way, if I, th- if I can think it, then I can write it and mm. I can rap it. Mm. And I feel like my music is more therapeutic for me first. I do my music for God. I do my music for myself. And in the midst of that, it, it sounds selfish at first, but in the midst of that, people feel it. They relate. They're gravitated to it because they see themselves. In that story, mm.
1: yeah, you got an upcoming EP coming out. Yeah, tell us about that project. What made you decide to create it?
0: Yeah, so uh, upcoming EP, it's called Promises, and when I say promises, it's, it's more so like promise, a promise like for me to stay true to hip hop. Mm. I have a line. I actually, have a song called Promise it's probably going to be the first track on the EP and I say I say, rap can make the money but hip hop gotta stay real gotta stay trill how some of you rappers even get deals you appeal real but you're silicone no power in your skills so it's like for me hip hop has always told a story of struggle it's always been real to the situations around you and like I said painting that picture Telling that story where it was around you. Don't push me, cause um, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. all that. So I want to, I want to continue that. Like you got different facets of hip hop, rap. You know what I'm saying? Making a single for the radio and all that. I love that. That's cool. I feel like a lot of artists have that lane, but I've come to the realization that's not really me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's not me and i want to stay true to me myself and so promises is that it's like this is this this is my promise to you of that's where i'm at right now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so i got different tracks like i got this song called silly uh it talks about like you know just like the kind of like the plight of being a black man mm-hmm. in the first verse in america um Second verse talks about, you know, me comparing like a woman to Sally Mae.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean, and just being in debt to yeah. Sally Mae, to Sally Mae, man. Yeah. And so, like, I'm I'm silly, like, wow, silly, like, I thought, I thought you would not operate in this situation this way. Like, silly, silly of me to think that. Or silly of me to to think just because I went to UNT, I got a degree that I'm automatically going to have this great job mm-hmm. that I majored in. Yeah. No, nah, silly of me to think something like that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a play, like, silly, silly. wasn't. Yeah. So that's really what that joint is about, man. And, you know, I, I wanted to do that before I put out this mixtape. Got this mixtape I'm working on called Tales from the Prince. I already had like some some joints for it, but I went to put that kind of to the side real quick, mm-hmm. put this one out first, and kind of see where it takes me, then go ahead and finish that joint. So, okay. yeah. Nah, I think, I think
1: to me, to the point that you brought up about rap that stood out to me is that Rap music was always a reflection of the situation. So when people will always say, why do these rappers talk about drugs, alcohol, um, women, stuff like that, that's what's going on in their lives. So the music is just a reflection of what's going on in their lives. Obviously, the early rappers, and obviously you have people who are just faking it to kind of look cool, which is silly. No pun intended. Certainly. silly.
0: <laughs> <certainly. laughs>
1: but um, what I love, like I said, going back to you, what I love about you is that you're encapsulating not that lifestyle, mm-hmm. which I think is the, in my opinion, that's not where most people are dealing with. Mm-hmm. But you're encapsulating the lifestyle of what most men will struggle with. Just like the everyday... Exactly. Everyday life, man. You know, and the biggest challenge is to navigate through all the, you know, the difficulties of life while trying to be as faithful to God as possible. Sheesh. You know? Sheesh. And that's the part where it's like, I love the message in your music about that. Yeah. Because, I mean, it ain't easy. And nah. Yeah. And a lot of guys will watch the show and listen to the show, and that's where they're at right now. Yeah. You know, like, people just think of all these guys, like, a lot of these guys are trying. Yeah. Just like in the gym. Some people, when they're trying to lift, they may be able to put up 350 on bench. Some people may be able to put up 150. Mm. Everyone's trying based upon their strengths and their abilities. And a lot of guys are trying, but they're failing. Mm. And you've always been real about that failure. The failures. And so my question to you is, you know, what gave you the freedom to remove the S and be like, yo, I'm just a regular person like Floss. What gave you the freedom to be comfortable, to be able to share that, yeah, I got issues too, and to put that in the music?
0: Man, honestly, um, <clears throat> when I was, like I said earlier, those five, six years, I'm like literally my lowest points mm-hmm. of life, um, and and I've healed from a lot of that, I'm still healing from some of it, you know what I mean? Uh, but in the midst of that, like, <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy, man, but there's other artists that helped me through that process, and I noticed why they helped me through it. Mm. One, of, one of the main artists, if not the main artist, was J. Cole. Mm. Like, real talk, like, Hearing, I've always been a fan of J. Cole. Uh, like, I literally, I remember being at UNT and my boy Bryant, and my boy Kev, we was, like, leaving to go get something to eat real quick. It's like freshman year at UNT, so. Uh, and they're like, man, you heard of this nigga named J. Cole? I'm like, I've heard of him, yeah, 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 yeah. So they, but they put on the track I had never heard, and it was blow up. From uh Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. it's gonna go hard, right? But even uh, even though like I heard that, downloaded the mixtape, all that was rocking with it, I, I I wasn't really like really really in tune like with it, you know what I mean? So during these last five six years, like I revisited, Force Hills Drive came out. You know what I mean? Uh, For Your Eyes Only came out and and everything before that with the come up, the warm-up and sideline story, five lights. So I went back and I'm just like listening to it. And it's something about when you going through something mm. and the pain that it brings, the failures it exposes, his the lyrics hit me in a different way, bro. Mm they literally did hit me in a different way and the reason why they were they were able to hit me is because he he was free with his words mm. he was free with his pain he was free with his story he was free with what he saw in life and so for me I'm like well, I get to think I'm like man all the artists that I like Eminem Pot you know what I mean Nas Kanye, all these cats, they're pretty free with the pin. You know what I'm saying? They're not afraid to tell you what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I need to, I need to do that more. Like, what what's stopping me from doing that? Mm-hmm. The only thing that would stop me from doing that is shame. Mm. Do you not have shame? As a human being,
1: we all have shame.
0: We all have shame, right? So even if I got that that shouldn't be the thing that's stopping me because even if I'm telling you that I have shame, mm-hmm. you're still relating to me in the process. Mm-hmm. So for me, man, like, even before before I put out this EP, I'm putting out this uh, this song called Make Cold Proud. Mm-hmm. Make Cold Proud, same beat that he used, uh, Let Nas Down, and the whole story behind that with, with him and Nas where, where Cold, you know what I'm saying, he's trying to find this single from being signed to Jay-Z, Rockefeller. He's trying to, trying to find a single to put out for his Sideline Story album, right? Single after single, getting shut down, getting shut down. Finally, he he nails one. It's like, yo, this is it. Mm-hmm. And we got a good thing to know if I'm going to see you again. That joint. Straight up, not- right? Mm-hmm. He puts it out, and he hears words that Nas really wasn't feeling it. Mm. He wasn't feeling it. And the reason why he wasn't feeling it, I don't think it was necessarily because it wasn't a good track, but it was more so like Nas saw Cole as an up-and-coming rapper that's, you know, carry on the torch of hip-hop like Nas did, Mm -hmm. like he himself did. So when he put that out, it was like, man, he just did that for the radio type of feeling, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so... For Cole, Cole looked up to Nas, kind of like I look up to him, mm-hmm. and it kind of, kind of hurt him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm getting these from interviews yeah, and all that. I, I've never met him, but, and so he put out the song that Nas down, just like kind of describing that, and I respect that because it's like, once again, that is a form of like shame a little bit. Like, damn, Mark. The cat that I look up to didn't like what I put out. Mm-hmm. Anybody else wouldn't have wrote, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people wouldn't have wrote about that mm-hmm. and put it out. But he actually, like, did it and put it out. And so, for me, you know what I'm saying, I think that's that's a legacy mm-hmm. type of deal. When you look at rappers uh, from, from Jay-Z to Kanye, my big brother was Big's brother. Used to be Dame and Bigs brother. It, it just passes down. Everybody got somebody to look up to who has really like inspired him, push him to the next level. So when my song made Cold proud, since I'm up and coming, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. I want to make that pretty much to be like yo, make Cold proud. In terms of yeah, I want him to like it, but it's also in terms of. Just like hip hop, like promise, mm. carrying. I want. I want to be able to carry that torch the best I can, yeah. and be the best me I can be on the mic. So that's that's kind of where I'm at now. That's why I'm so free now because it's like that's what helped me. Mm. I did a show earlier today. Suicidal event. Suicidal awareness event. If I if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have been able to speak to those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have been able to relate to them. I've n I have i have not lost anybody from suicide. Mm. But somehow I can still relate. Why? Cause I still have pain that could mm. cause that. Mm. And so now I'm putting that kind of stuff in my in my lyrics. Mm. You know what I mean? and, and the reactions are the reactions speak for itself, bro. Mm. So it's power in it.
1: And that was the thing that stood out to me that you just said, the power in the music. Yeah. And that's why, like I said, I hope the roommate family checks out the music, shows support, listens to it, because there's some people, going back to the J. Cole's of the world, mm-hmm. who make music that become the soundtrack of your life. Yeah. I um, remember when, um, yep. um, Mac, uh, Mac Miller died. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Man. Yeah. O-I-P. So many people would say that the music that Mac put out was therapy yo. for their soul when they were going through hard times.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think to me, one of the greatest things from the show is people who send me messages and like, yo, it happens, I'm not gonna lie to you. It means a lot, but it don't it don't really hit me like that because yeah. I just feel like that's who I am. So I've been hearing that my whole life. Right. But I remember somebody I came, somebody came up to me one time was like, bro, you saved my life. He said, if it wasn't he said, if it wasn't for you, um, you know, and your show, I wouldn't be here right now. Hmm. And I was like, Oh, appreciate it, man. You know, like and I was like, you know, thanks. Da-da-da-da-da. Right but to understand the gravity of what words can do right. for a human soul. And that's what the best musicians can do. They can literally like, and this is going to get really deep, mm. but what you see in the book of John chapter one, mm-hmm. it says in the beginning was the word, the, wor- the word was with God, and the word was God. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Genesis chapter one, mm-hmm. and what you see is that in in Chapter one, verse two, and it says, "And God said." Mm, his word. His word. Yeah. There's so much power
0: in words. In words.
1: Period. And and you with your music, that's that power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. yeah Like yep. in juice, you got the juice now. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah. It's like I'm seeing that you your words have so much power yeah. to give life to the lifeless. Yeah. You know what I mean? To or bring life. Lajab- <laughs> Or to bring death. Or bring death. And so you're using your message, your story, like, like you said, one, to bring life to yourself. Yeah, bro. Like you said, self-therapy. Chris talks about it all the time. Like, the podcast is his therapy. Like, what you're doing is your own therapy. Yeah. But it's the dope way how God set it up. By healing and helping yourself, so, you begin to heal and help other people.
0: Yes, bro. Yes, bro, and that's it. it work. It actually it kind of works both ways as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my my song "Heart to Serve." I'm talking about like I truly believe we're here not just for ourselves. Mm. I truly believe we're here to love other people. We're here to serve other people, and like like uh like Pac said, we're here to spark other minds to help change the world. You know what I mean? So. I feel like even through your own pain, even through your own struggles, whether it's mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, when you still have a mindset to serve other people without expecting nothing back, Mm. you know what I mean? You're just doing it just because you love them. You love people. I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, when I'm doing that, Yo, brings bring so much joy, dog. It brings, like, a healing aspect to what I am going through. But I think the reason why it does that is because that's why we... One of the reasons why we were put here. Mm-hmm. When you actually, like, live out one of the reasons why you were put here, mm-hmm. like, you, there's a fulfillment, you know what I'm saying, that doesn't come from, you know, stuff that's just... You know, here, then it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like momentary pleasures and all that. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, bro. I, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you, man. Nah, because
1: like I said, to me, it's just... I think that's something that certain artists, in my opinion, and I, and it's, I know it's easy to pick on the young kid artists, Yeah. but certain artists, on, in my opinion, have not understood the magnitude of that platform. Right. Because when people, like I said, do whatever you want with your art. Art is art. Right. But when people just do it for the money, Mm. it's like you sacrifice your power for profits.
0: Mm. Man, look, I I feel like uh, I'm the type of person, like, whatever I'm trying to do, whatever I'm pursuing, I have to be passionate about it. Like, regardless if I'm getting paid or not, I have to be passionate about what I'm doing. Two of my favorite NBA players all time, they actually are my two favorite NBA players, is Michael Jordan, Mm -hmm. Allen Iverson. Do you know why? Passion? Passion, bro. Michael Jordan and there's there's other players with... Passing, I'm not saying it's not. But Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, and you can see it in the interviews. You can look it up. Besides when AI was talking about practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could, you could look it up, and it was like every game they played, they played it like it was their last. Mm. Like they like, not only like it was their last game that they would play, but they played it like they don't care if they die on the court playing it. Mm. My dad was a boxer. So ever since I was like four or five, like he's trained me and my brother to know how to fight. Mm -hmm. He actually wanted us to be boxers. Yeah. However, he saw in us that we didn't have that type of passion towards that sport. Although, like he trained us how to fight, you got to have a certain type of passion to be a boxer. Yeah. Or you'll get knocked out. Mm-hmm. You won't even train right. You know what I'm saying? You won't eat right. won't do the, the regular regimen that you need to do in order to even step in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So I take that same mentality and I try to apply it to everything else that I'm doing in life. Mm-hmm. And since, you know what I'm saying, music and acting are the the two main things I'm pursuing, I apply the same mentality to that. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of people, or, or a lot of rappers... Are missing that passion aspect for what they're doing. I'll be performing on stage in front of five people. I'll be performing on stage in Hong Kong in front of 16,000. Both performances are the same mm. because of the passion. Like, I don't care who's there. First and foremost, it's the audience who won. I'm performing for God. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it and, like He gave me the gift, yeah. you know what I mean? Second, like yeah, like whoever's there, I want you to be impacted by what I'm doing. So it don't matter if it's just one, or it don't matter if it's twenty thousand. Like that's not what you do is not going to change what I do. Yeah, what I do, I want it to change what you do. Mm. It's kind of like the uh, the analogy of a thermostat versus a thermometer. Yeah, if I have a thermometer, I walk in the room. Thermometer is going to take the temperature of the room. A thermostat's gonna set the temperature of the room. When I'm on stage, I'm trying to be the thermostat, mm-hmm. and I want people to follow what I'm doing. When I'm when I'm on record, I want people to follow what I'm doing, and 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 hopefully, not only just tell them about pain and tell them about struggle, this, that, and the third, but ultimately, I want people to have hope, bro. Mm. It's 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 hard, a lot to have hope. Like, especially in in the world we live in in now, it's chaos everywhere. Mm -hmm. But if if we focus on, you know what I'm saying, our surroundings, the people we know, our family, our friends, our associates, if we can just focus on them, it'll have an effect. It'll have a ripple effect. But if we do what we gotta do in our everyday life towards people, and have hope and try to change this, change that in the midst mm-hmm. of what's going on, and just take it one day at a time, I really feel like hope is not too far fetched. Mm. I really feel like it's there. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like there is light, bro. Mm. And so, you know, with 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 rappers and you know, upcoming rappers and. If you're doing it for the money, you know what I'm saying? That's you. Mm -hmm. Do I want want this to pay all of my bills? Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not saying that. But at the same time, like, when you realize something's bigger than you, man, it's not just for money. Mm. It's not just for money. You're speaking to people. Mm. Some people believe everything you say. And if you ain't really living what you're saying... But yet, they go and live what you're saying. You messing them up. You rapping about this just because of selling. You ain't even really living that. But then the person that's hearing it, they really are popping this and popping that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They really are doing yeah. this. And they really looking for something. They are really looking for hope to change their, their situation, the way they grew up. You know what I'm saying? The, the pain from... This guy leaving them or the pain from this woman leaving them and da-da-da-da. Yeah, you over here like on the beach, you know what I'm saying, chilling. Yeah, yeah. And they over here like really mm. doing it. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to do something just because of sales. I just wanna be real. Do you ever feel
1: a pull to do that? Because obviously, like I said, your music is beautiful because it's real, it's raw and you're trying to genuinely give hope. Yeah. But you know to make money, you know to be famous, there's like a blueprint or a shortcut where you know you can talk about women however you want, you know, talk about making money. Like, you can just do the vanity to get success. Yep. Do you ever feel a pull to go in
0: that direction? Of course I do. Of course I do. we we in this no shame to it because there's good and there's bad about everything but we in this capitalistic society where if it ain't broke don't fix it you don't have to reinvent the wheel right if this company invents this you think they're going to be the only ones that do it no there's going to be other companies that arise take what they did and just make it a different model or make it a different brand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with hip hop. This is what's selling. This is what they're going to be playing on the radio. I could easily be like, well, yeah, let me just go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. But that's, I think about that, but that's that's not just who I am. Mm-hmm. This is now who I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I I I want you to come to me not just because it's popular and because it makes money, but I want people to listen to me Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily making music for the club. You know what I mean? For the bar. Mm-hmm. And you got to know who you are in order to come to that conclusion. Because yeah. it's not like I'm not at those spots, yeah. but I know that's not the type of music that I'm trying to do. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think about that, but I can't, I can't, I can't make that that move though. Mm. Can't Could make be, that move because you're being true to who you are. I'm being true to who I am. I, I want to be able to to live with a clear conscience. Mm. You know, what I mean, be able to influence people, but in a direction of helping them. Will Smith said it. Will Smith said uh one of the one of the one of the biggest ways that we can change, make change in the world or inspire people is through story and allegories. Mm. Through stories and allegories. It was just one reason why I picked up acting, you know what I'm saying? It's because I don't want to just do it in the music, I want to do it on the screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously Pac inspired me to do that. Denzel, Will Smith, yeah. you know, numerous actors. Uh, but I feel like that's what I want to do, like with my life in general. Yeah. So when I want to do that with my life in general, whether I'm at Walmart, mm. getting my oil chain, yeah. whatever. Like it's just who I am. So it bleeds into the music. Mm. It's gonna bleed into the movies, into the commercials. Mm. All that. Like, I want to I wanna be able to take what I'm doing and people be inspired to not just live uh, the regular, everyday life, but to live a life where you are with your family, to live a life where you're pursuing your dreams so that you can do the same thing. Like, it's reciprocated. Yeah. I'm doing this. Somebody inspired me to be the way I am. My parents, these musicians, these actors. So now I want to continue that process yeah. and do it for somebody else. That's you know tough. what I'm saying? Spark.
1: Yeah.
0: You got a spark. Man, God. <laughs> That's why I have you here, man. <laughs> why I have you here?
1: But Yeah, now Princeton, man. Really, really appreciate, man. You know yeah. one the example that you're setting for young men out there yeah, to be able to realize the importance of being true to who you are. Right. The importance of being honest and realizing that, yo, we all go through stuff. We all go through issues. We all go through pain and suffering, but also the importance of self-improvement, yeah. of healing, of making yourself better in the process. The, 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 like You're kind of like, you know, going through therapy in front of the world with the music. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the young men and women especially who's going to listen to your music for the first time after hearing this interview, they're going to be really, really inspired and motivated to experience a lot of supernatural change in their life. Mm. And I'm also really, really excited about you with the passion for hip-hop. Yeah. Because it's so easy especially as a young black man, to take the shortcuts, to just talk about, you know, what everyone else is talking about, to be able to put on this fake persona for the temporary pleasures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or, you know, monetary gain. Right. But you're saying, now nah, I want to say true to hip-hop, you know, in the J. Cole legacy, in that line. Right. And I, man, I really can't wait to see Cole's reaction, you know what I mean, when he hears the, the song. Yeah. But... What I what I know a lot of people are going to say is I like the guy. I like the message. Yeah. I like his heart for God. Right. I like his heart for serve. But what about those bars? Can this guy, <laughs> Princeton, can he really really spit those bars? Cuz no matter how dope can you this are as a yeah, no matter how dope you are, if the bars is weak, they ain't they're not going to listen to it. Yeah. So I got some headphones. Yeah. (laughs) And what we're going to go ahead and do is I'm going to go ahead and pick a beat. Put the headphones on, man. All right, my nigga. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pick a beat. Okay. And when I pick this beat, I want you to hear the beat. Yeah. I want you to spit something to the people. All right. And guys, right now, here's the test of Princeton Marcellus. And here's a test of whether you guys are about to buy his music and support him because he has a dope message. Let's see if he's also dope on the mic. I'm about to play this yeah. beat in three, two, and
0: one. All right. Hey. Yeah. How else I make it this far? How else I make it this far? How else I make it this far? You would pick this up. Ah. Listen, music my heart and passion. I'm writing rhymes as the fofo blasting. In my neighborhood, I'm asking, could that ghetto bird be after another nigga? Could these the words a brave me to six figures Or maybe even a milli But my ex said, don't be silly With a small town mind Short story, she no longer with me Like some bitch, but I'm cuffing minds That got that white girl in the extra lines But got my thesis, that's the bottom line Focused on the come-up Can't entertain relevance. Can't back it up or sell my shit But addicted like it's heaven sent It's evident The government gave us the feeling of addiction The killing and the appeal from the cat pillin' Listen, still slaves in the mental state how can we be financially great If the past won't escape The present Pick up my pen And I'm confessing My own sins Looking up to the heavens Man, they red, man They're where they wear them Messing with meth Man, you won't smoke You get it Your homie catching The second hand So the question stands Music my profession, man With other niggas Just a flash in the pan How else I make it this far How else I make it this far You know I gotta thank God how else I make it this far? Mm. Yeah. Boy, that's that man, Prince and Marcellus. <laughs> boy, I told you, I don't bring no weak
1: links hey, on the podcast, my man. My boy. My man, Prince my and Marcellus, boy. man. Yo, that was great, man. Appreciate that was you, dog. exceptional, man.
0: Appreciate you, dog. That was
1: exceptional. The honesty, the realness, man. Prince and man, thank you for coming on the show, man. Appreciate you, man. Man, guys, support my brother. This is my brother for real, man. Support him. Check out the music, share. You know how we get down in the podcast, guys. Reach out to him on Instagram. Send him a message. Let him know what about this podcast set
0: out to you guys. For sure. Thank you guys so much. Princeton, where can they find you at? Man, hit me up. IG, Princeton Marcellus. Uh, Twitter, The Prince, TX. Uh, just hit me up, man. I- I- I'm-, I'm here. I'll reply to you. We get it popping. If you want to connect on the music, want to connect, with the acting, of filmmaking, all that stuff, please do, man. Much love to y'all. God bless. Thank you guys so much. My name is Afeez and I'm joined by the one and only
1: Winston Marcellus. Appreciate you. And we're the roommates and adios.